0: Entrepreneur on Fire, episode
1: 48. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John
0: Dumas. Fire Nation, a common theme you hear at Entrepreneur on Fire is listen to your audience. Well, I've been listening, and I am excited to announce the launch of podplatform.com. We have received an incredible amount of feedback from entrepreneurs who want to start their own podcast, but have no idea where to begin. With podcasting, recording your audio is as easy as clicking a red button, but the tough part is what comes after. Think of podplatform as a turnkey solution to podcasting. You simply record your audio, send my team your MP3, and we do the rest. It's that simple. Entrepreneur on Fire is generating 100,000 downloads a month in over 100 countries. Think of what that could do for you in your business. Go to www.podplatform.com to find out more. Okay, let's get started. I am simply delighted to introduce my guest today, Pace Smith. Pace, are you prepared to ignite? Yes. All right. Every day... Pace will help someone make a difference. She will help someone find their life's purpose. She'll help someone connect with themselves, connect with others, and connect with spirit. And through this, Pace will be changed. She rests peacefully at night because she knows beyond a shadow of a doubt that she is living an authentic and meaningful life. Wow, I love that. Pace, I've given Fire Nation a little overview of yourself. Why don't you take from here and tell us who you are and what you do?
1: I am an edge walker. I'm kind of on the fringes of society and in some ways on the fringes of the entrepreneur world. And I have learned a lot about what it takes to be an edge walker and be successful. And that is what I like to help others with, uh, kind of a non-standard view of what it takes to live an authentic and meaningful life. I love it. And we're
0: going to use that to transition to our first topic, which is our success quote. Because an Entrepreneur on Fire, we love to get the motivational ball rolling every show with a success quote to really get Fire Nation in general pumped for the content that you're going to
1: share with us. So, Pace, what do you have for us today? Don't push the river. My mentor and business coach, Mark Silver of Heart of Business, says this a lot, and It's a quote about trying to strive for success instead of being in the flow. And I see this with entrepreneurs all the time where you try to force success, you have your vision of what you think success is going to look like. But when you try to do that, it's like pushing a river. It doesn't work. So what success means to me is more about being in the flow, seeing the way that things are going and working with the river instead of trying to push the river.
0: I love that. And for some reason, what popped into my mind was this old tale about this knight, full armor, charging to the ocean with his broadsword and just slicing the waves as they were rolling in, (laughs) trying to kill the waves. And he just couldn't realize that The waves will never stop, and he was Mm -hmm. trying to push the river, so to speak. So, Pace, I love that quote. Can you give us an example of how you've used this quote in your life?
1: So, when I come up with, let's say, a product idea, it's tempting to say, ooh, Here is this great idea that I have. And now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to impose my will on the universe and I am going to create this thing out of nothing and then help people and make a bunch of money based on my idea. That is pushing the river. And I see a whole lot of that mentality in the entrepreneur world. But what I've found to be successful in my life is listen, figure out which way the river is already flowing. And instead of trying to work against that, work with it. Um, listen to what our audience is saying and uh, listen to what they're struggling with and what they need, and then create a product or a service that serves that need instead of trying to impose my will on, uh, on the universe.
0: I love that. Such
1: clear-cut,
0: specific advice. Super actionable. And listen, we'll use that to transition to our next topic, which is failure. Entrepreneur on Fire is all about the journey of the entrepreneur. And Pace, you're our spotlighted entrepreneur today, so we want to hear about your journey. And as with every entrepreneur, we all face failure or an obstacle or a challenge at some point, just however you want to define that. We all face this at some point, oftentimes many times a week, month, or a year. Can you take us back to a time when you faced a very difficult challenge or obstacle and how you dealt with that?
1: Yes, and it is exactly related to uh, what I was saying about pushing the river. So Kylie and I wrote our first book, and it was called The Usual Error. It's a book about communication and relationships. It's, uh, Its subtitle is... 34 reasons we don't understand each other and how to make it better. So, we we wrote this book and it was quite successful. People loved it. We got some great reviews and then we said, "All right, well what shall we do next? Let's do an audiobook version of our book." So, we sat down and got some good recording equipment and recorded it in the book we, we illustrate the principles of communication and relationships by lots of examples. Some of the examples are dialogues. So we got some of our friends to actually act out the dialogues. So you know high production values, we did the whole shebang, and then we actually got 100 copies of the audiobook. It turned out to be a six-CD set printed and mailed to us. So we got this big box full of $1,000 worth of merchandise for our first run. And then we did the big launch... We, uh, you know, we, we knew that there were a couple people who had said, yes, I definitely want this. So we knew, we thought we had the the market covered and would you like to guess, John, how many copies we sold?
0: Yikes. I don't want to say zero. (laughs) So I'm going to say, I'm going to say two.
1: It was zero. Yeah. (sighs) It was exactly zero. Now we did sell two copies of the MP3 only version, but the the actual, um, inventory that we bought zero, so <laughs> a huge amount of effort and marketing bandwidth completely, completely wasted. So what I learned from that is just because a couple of people say, ooh, that would be great, I would buy that, that's not market research. <laughs> that doesn't count. Unless you get their pre-orders in and the check clears, that does not count as market research. And if you, if you only get two people, that say, this is something I'd like to buy, then expect to sell too.
0: <laughs> I love that pace, And this is the thing about Entrepreneur on Fire is that this is about your journey and you're being so specific and you're really giving us an insight about what exactly happened because you had these 1000 CDs, I can picture it, the box in your living room, and then you didn't sell any, you sold two MP3s of it. Obviously, have
1: that box. You
0: still have the box, <laughs> probably as a great lesson slash reminder yeah. of what to do on future launches. What did you do right after that launch failed?
1: Uh, freaked out. <laughs> uh, doubted that I had what it takes to be an entrepreneur, commiserated with Kylie, talked about what we did wrong, threw my hands up in the air, and just sort of like... I thought I had done everything right. And the thing that that gives me hope is that now when I look back, I can say, oh yeah, that was a dumb mistake. and Or, you know, just an ignorant mistake because I hadn't learned enough yet. And when I see newbie entrepreneurs doing similar things, I, I always tell them, never do a big thing until you've done a medium version of the same thing. And never do a small thing or never do a medium thing Unless you've already done a small version of the same thing, you got to bootstrap. You got to start small, uh, and and don't don't forge ahead and invest a whole lot of time or money into something until a smaller version of it has been proven.
0: I love that, and we're going to transition now into the other end of the spectrum. You shared with us some heartache and a failure that you've had, but I love the lessons that you've learned and how you turned it into a positive which is definitely an aha moment in and of itself. And just the kind of person you are, I know that you're always having these little aha moments during the course of every day, week, Mm -hmm. and month. But let's really pull out one shiny example of an aha moment that you, Pace, had because you just realized how well it was going to resonate with your audience and how it changed your business.
1: Well, I'll tell the moment of when... My business was born. That was a big aha moment. For Love me. it. So it was way back in 2006. Uh, it was at an event called Poly Big Fun, which is a like a camping event for polyamorous people, which is responsible non-monogamy. Completely, uh, almost completely unrelated to the uh, to the actual aha moment. But some interesting, uh, colorful backstory there. I can imagine. <laughs> and um, it was a, a kind of group run event. So they asked everyone who was attending. To If they wanted to present about something. So at the time, I was in a triad. So the three of us, me and Kylie and Sarah, were all three married to each other. Now it's just me and Kylie. But um, back then, they asked the three of us if we would like to present on something. And we said, huh, what do we do all day? We talk a lot. Um, Is that something people want to hear about? Like we talk about our relationship and we work on relationship stuff. But that's just kind of like what we do. It's not that interesting. But we said, let's do a a workshop on communication and relationships. And we came up with some bullet points, some stuff stuff that comes up all the time. And the first bullet point was the usual error. And the usual error is assuming that other people are just like you. It happened that uh, a lot of times when we had a miscommunication, it would turn out, oh, it turns out it was just the usual error. I assumed that you would react the same way I would, and I was wrong. So we gave this presentation to the group, and throughout the weekend, almost everybody in the audience came up and said, thank you, this was incredibly helpful. In fact, um, one couple said, this helped our relationship this weekend from applying the stuff that we, that you taught about communication and relationships. And so that just filled my heart with joy. And I said, wow, I am directly helping people I am doing so. I'm teaching something that comes naturally to me. I know it really well. And people are just lighting up and saying, wow, this is really helping me a lot. At that moment, I knew that I could never go back to doing any sort of work that didn't fill my heart up like that. And that was the turning point for me. I love it. So, Pace, we're
0: a very actionable type audience, Fire Nation. What were some specific actions that you took following that aha moment that really? ended up putting you into the situation that you're at today?
1: Uh, The first action that we took is we said, all right, well, let's do more of the same and get more practice. So we started giving the same sorts of presentations to other groups, and then we started charging admission for them. And based on the feedback we got, then people said, you need to write a book. And then we wrote a book. And uh, at each stage of our business, we never really had a long-term plan. We just listened to what people wanted and then did that. So that was the very first action that was taken after that aha moment.
0: I love it. Pace, have you had an I've made it moment?
1: Not yet. (laughs) I still don't feel like I've made it.
0: (laughs) That's great. And that's one thing that we always have this talk about at Fire Nation. When this question comes up, so many entrepreneurs answer this question so differently. Some say, Absolutely not. I'll never have an I made it moment. That's just how I am. Other people say, I have an I made it moment every single day because I just love the journey. And to me, it's all about appreciating the small things in life. Other people say, Yeah, I've had one of those before, maybe two. At Fire Nation, I really stress the importance of the journey, it's all about setting goals and having expectations. But once you reach those goals and expectations, you need to take a step back, appreciate the achievement that you've so far accomplished, but then look forward and set another goal. Do you do that in your current business?
1: Oh, yes, all the time, all the time. Uh, I've been talking about, you know, oh, I don't have a long-term plan, but without a short-term plan, you'll just flail around and do nothing useful. So, (laughs) yes, I think about um, three to six months is a good amount for... Me to plan. That's about as far forward as I can see. That's a useful amount of time that where um, we can get one, maybe two projects done from start to finish. And then it's you know the next goal. the The current goal that we're working on is to have our business pay all of the bills. So I've been working half time at my day job as sort of a bootstrapping thing uh, to help pay the bills while we grew our business. And um, as of the time that you are listening to this, it's being recorded a little bit in advance, but when you listen to this, I will have been, uh, I'm, I'll be 100% time on, working on The Connection Revolution. Yay. So Yeah! <laughs> so that almost feels like I've made it, but the next hurdle for me is um, making sure that we can pay all the bills instead of dipping into savings. And we're close, but that's the next goal for us.
0: Awesome. And we're going to use that to transition to the next topic because Mm -hmm. that's your current business. You're rolling along right now. You're bootstrapping. You understand the mentality of a lean startup. You know what it takes. You know what it means. What is one thing that's really exciting you about your business
1: right now? wow, I'm just so excited to be able to double the amount of time I spend on it. That's going to be amazing. Um, the So there is, um, we are living in, in an RV. We just sold all of our earthly possessions, and we're now living full-time in an RV, and we're touring the country. And it's what we call our Connection Across the Continent tour. And it's like a book tour, except, we didn't bother to write a book this time. (laughs) We we got too many other things to do. Uh, And we are touring the country and we're speaking about following your dreams and how to make that happen instead of it just being a platitude and telling a bit of our story about how we did it and trying to inspire people and give them some actionable items, actionable things they can do for um, how they can make their own dreams into a reality. So I am really excited. The tour is just starting. We just hit the road recently. And um, that's, the, that's the biggest thing I'm really excited about, getting to actually connect with all of these people whose faces I see on Twitter and Facebook and getting to actually meet them and give them a big hug and say some really inspiring and hopefully helpful things to help people out.
0: What's the closest destination your tour gets to the state of Maine.
1: Uh, we may actually go up to Maine. Um, yeah. We'll definitely be in Massachusetts. I don't know how far north we're gonna going to uh, go but Kylie loves the cold, so, <laughs> so we may actually get to Maine.
0: Well, I'm only an hour and a half north of Boston, so you won't be far, and I highly recommend Portland, Maine as a destination. It's extremely small but active city, and it's a lot of fun.
1: Cool. We'll put it on our list.
0: All right. So... Right now, the word entrepreneur is a mystery to a lot of people. And an Entrepreneur on Fire, we'd like to pull the curtain back and show our listeners here at Fire Nation that entrepreneurs are really just people too. And we have tasks every day that we do day in and day out. Obviously, no two days are identical, but we would love to hear two tasks that do occupy a good portion of your day, day in, day out.
1: Oh, let's see. I do a whole lot of marketing, uh, and what that looks like is um, like writing guest posts for people, arranging interviews like this one because this this helps our business as well. Um, oh, wow, marketing! Like writing sales pages, um, doing outreach to our ambassadors, who are people who help us spread the word about our products and services. Um, keeping in touch with past clients. Um, th- th- those are just some of the marketing activities that I do. That takes up a good a good amount of my day, uh, and then I actually spend quite a bit of my time coaching. So um, you know, depending on my client load, that takes up more or less of the day. But um, there's also a bit of prep work and then post processing. So um, yeah, coaching helping people find their path in life and figure out how they can make it happen.
0: So what does your full team look like?
1: My full team is, um, there's me and then there's Kylie, who is my life partner and my business partner. And then we have an assistant, Heidi, who is incredibly helpful uh, and takes care of a whole bunch of the logistical stuff and the administrative things so that we can focus on, you know, teaching, coaching, and growing our business.
0: Awesome. And what is the vision that you have
1: for the future? We want to do exactly what we're doing and more of it. (laughs) We are totally on track. We, um, we're doing the exact things that we love, and it seems to be helping people. People really resonate with our message, and our clients love what we do. And when we teach classes, people seem to get a lot out of it. So we just want to continue doing what we're doing and um, and spread the same message wider. You know, go on tour and um, reach as many people as we can. Love it. So,
0: Pace, we've now reached my favorite part of the interview, and that's the lightning rounds. This is where I provide a series of questions, and you come back at us with some amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? No problem. All right, and I know it sounds like lightning, but you can really take your time, expound on these answers, and just really get to the meat of the coconut. Cool. What was the number one thing that was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Oh, I know exactly what that was. That was the lack of a role model that I felt shared my values. Now, when I thought of the word entrepreneur, I thought like Donald Trump or, you know, like skeezy people who would lie or at least kind of bend the truth, who only cared about money and, you know, success. And that's it. Um, And the first person that I met who was that role model for me was uh, Mark Silver, who I mentioned earlier. He's the don't push the river guy. Right. Um, and he ended up becoming my mentor and my business coach because I wanted to learn from someone that I felt had 100% integrity. And since then, I've met a whole bunch of other amazing entrepreneurs. I just got stuck in that stereotype of like the corporate world where there are a lot of you know, entrepreneurs who don't share my values and ethics. So I am thrilled that um, that now I've found a community full of people that I that I really respect and admire
0: yeah and that's exactly what entrepreneur on fires goal is is to show the world literally the world that entrepreneurs are are people and there's a lot of great people within this quote unquote industry and that it's a very good community when you get into the right areas
1: right on keep up the good work John thanks pace
0: <laughs> What's the best business advice that you ever received?
1: Uh, Danielle Laporte once said, let it be easy. Let it be fun. Know that when it is fun, you are on the right path. So I have a tendency to listen to a whole bunch of advice and then say, oh, I've got to do this. I've got to do all of this stuff. I need to work on SEO. Uh, if I if Google's not finding our website, then everything's going to be horrible, and you know I I would rather eat sticks than work on SEO. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so like that that's the industry I I got out of just tech in general. I I am just so done with that. So it's good to remember that there's more than one way to do business, and there is no one right way. So. I can focus on the things that are fun and either find different ways to do things that aren't, for example, do uh, connection-based marketing instead of search engine optimization, uh, or outsource them if they do absolutely have to get done, like accounting. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, let it be easy. Best business advice ever.
0: I love it. And Danielle Laporte is great. We have her coming yeah. up on the show as well. We're very excited. She's a fire starter, so she fits very nicely along with Entrepreneur on Fire.
1: Right on. And she's one of the ones that I mentioned, one of those great role models who, who I believe in 100%.
0: Awesome. So, Pace, what's something that's working for you or your business right now?
1: I think that this new direction that we've just taken of going on tour and uh, you know, not having a house at all and just being nomads, it's really putting our money where our mouth is because we, our audience is edge walkers and Kylie and I identify as edge walkers. We are out there on the edge doing the things that most people only dream about. And now we're really living that. We're not just, we're practicing what we preach. We're putting our money where our mouth is we're really going out there and doing the uncomfortable things and leaving the day job and following our dreams. So it's like edge walking plus entrepreneurship equals road tour. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is great. So Pace, you have been a self-professed tech geek at some point in your life. Yeah. You still are very cutting edge. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote, something along those lines, that you're just in love with, that you can share with Fire Nation?
1: Um, maybe a little geekier than most people like, but I love our wiki. So um, we set up a media wiki, private wiki, uh, which for the non-geeks is like, uh, if you've ever seen Wikipedia, like anyone can edit that. So we created one just for our business so that only our team members can access it. And it's a treasure trove repository of information of everything (laughs) that's ever been useful to our business. And so it was amazing when training our assistant because the answer to every question is, look on the wiki. It's on the wiki. Everything's on the wiki. So I know some people uh, love Basecamp and Evernote is also good. uh, The thing about that, I don't think you can make links to other notes. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, if you, if it is not terrifying to you to install MediaWiki on your own server and set up a, um, a repository of business knowledge for yourself, that is, um, that's, that's the technology tool that, that I use every single day and swear by.
0: Love it. Thank you for that. Sure. What's the best business book that you've read in the last six months?
1: The best business book that I've read in the last six months <laughs> is *The Bialy Pimps* by Johnny B. Truant. So <laughs> it's not love a love that. <laughs> it's not a business book at all. It's a book about a bunch of college punks who who <laughs> who uh, work at a bagel deli. But the reason that I'm saying it's the best bu- business book that I've read isn't because there haven't been amazing business books. There have. But there's one insight that I got from the Bialy Pimps, which is, um, okay, spoiler alert. I'm, I, I have to give a spoiler to explain why I'm saying this so that you don't think I'm completely insane.
0: Okay, people so, can just take the next 30 seconds and turn the volume down if they're really yeah, if nervous.
1: You if you don't want the book to be spoiled. <laughs> so um, there's, a, there's a point at which the the kids learn that the bagel deli is going to be sold and they're going to be out of the job no matter what they do. And there's this moment where at first they, they despair and they're like, ah, you know, crap, this, is just, this just sucks. There's nothing we can do. But then something dawns on them and they say, you know what this means? We could do anything. We could do anything. And they just start doing everything. They start doing ridiculous, crazy things. They build a, a face-kicking machine where the customers can come up and voluntarily have their faces kicked. They're like, what do you think the machine does? <laughs> <laughs> And that um, I felt trapped. I felt like I, if, I, if I strayed from the rails of what I had learned about how to do entrepreneurship right, that we would lose and we would not make enough money and everything would be horrible. But in fact, when I find that I take that advice of we could do anything, when I have that feeling and, and apply that in our business, that amazing things happen.
0: I love it. And we have Johnny B. Truant coming up on the show. So I will definitely tell him that Pace Smith loved his book, pimped it on my show. So he'll be stoked. (laughs) Yeah. So Pace, this last question is definitely my favorite, but it's kind of a tricky one. So you can take your time, digest it before you come back and answer. Sure. If you woke up tomorrow morning and you still had all the experience, knowledge, and money that you currently have today, But everything about your business, including your our wiki, had completely disappeared, forcing you to start with a clean slate. Which many of our listeners find themselves with right now. What would you do?
1: No problem, man. That's that's easy. Um, The hardest stuff. I'd say, like the most valuable asset that I have in my business, it's not the wiki. It's it's my friendships. It's my relationships. Um, if I get to keep my friendships and relationships then I could be back you know back in business in a matter of just a couple of months
0: so let's get specific what would you do in the next seven days Uh,
1: in the next seven days I would reach out to those um, amazing people that I am friends with and I would say holy crap I just lost everything help what can I do (laughs) And then get some really good advice and follow it. Um, what, I, what I would probably end up doing is um, start rebuilding our, um, our audience, start rebuilding our list. So I would create a bunch of awesome free stuff based on my experience and the knowledge I already have. I already have the ability to create that. And then just give it away. Just give it away to everybody who will listen. Uh, Reach out to those friends that I luckily got to keep. Oh, man, I'd be screwed if I lost those. Um, I would just give it away to their audiences and say, hey, I have this amazing free stuff. Would you like to share it with your people? Get them to opt into our list. and, um, And then start from there.
0: Love it, Pace. And you've given us just some awesome actionable advice for this entire interview. And we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then give yourself a plug, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: I just want to reiterate, when you're getting started, start small. You will be wrong. So think of your business as an experiment and approach it with curiosity and see what happens. And then Focus on what works and grow that. Focus on the success and make it even more awesome. And uh, and a plug. Let's see. Um, go to connection-revolution.com and there you can sign up for our mailing list and get some cool free stuff. You can find out about our road tour and see when we will be coming to an area near you if you live in the United States and we're hoping to get to Canada as well. And we would love to get to meet you. So we hope you come out and see us.
0: Great, well I will link all this up in the show notes page so they will have very easy access to it. Fire Nation salutes you. We thank you so much for taking the time to share your knowledge and experience with us and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: All right, we'll see you around John.
0: Fire Nation, thank you so much for joining us today. Are you interested in learning five ways to make $500 this month? How about five productivity tips that will help you today? Well, that and more is my free gift to you when you go to eofire.com and subscribe to Fire Nation. Lastly, for that entrepreneur ready to take it to the next level, visit ignitemastermind.com, join our elite mastermind community and watch your business or business idea explode. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com,
1: your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.